All right. Hello, everyone. This is the We've Got Balls podcast. I'm Luca Scott, journalism graduate, here with my colleague and friend from school, Dean Bertoya. Dean, why don't you talk to us a little bit about yourself? What's up, everybody? I'm Dean. Uh, what do you need to know things about me? Well, I was in journalism school with Lucas. Uh, we both love sports. We both love basketball and football. We'll be talking a lot of basketball and football. I, uh, I'm a betting man, so uh, I will look at things through that perspective. Tonight, I got to let you guys know I got, I already got Philly at the spread, minus eight that came in, and now I got Denver on right here. So if you see me reacting, it's because I'm a betting man, okay? So uh, let's, uh, the thing about, anyways, we were in journalism, we love sports, we got a little bit of knowledge we, uh, to share with you guys. We hope you uh, enjoy our style and uh, it definitely is not going to be your average podcast, I'll tell you that. No, and we didn't want to make it an average podcast, which is why we decided to try and make this into our own and, and put our creativity and flavor to it. You know, we don't want it to be, um, well, look, you know, the regular... Well, man, we had the teachers and they were all bat, warp, beep, all a bunch of robots. You know what I'm talking about? I, 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 it, I, yeah, I ain't saying that. I ain't saying either. I ain't saying either. But um, yeah, so first thing we want to talk to you guys about is the NFL draft tomorrow. So we got, we're going to run through our, who we believe is going to be chosen in the top 10. It's, this is, this is, this is, this is a, this is a tough one. This is one of the more uncertain ones that I've seen in recent years. The only guarantee that I know and feel for sure is Trevor Lawrence at one to the Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the only guarantee that I feel at the bottom of my heart. Trevor Lawrence has had the playbook to the Jacksonville Jaguars offense since, <laughs> uh, since they got since since they basically locked in that pick when they lost that game, uh, yeah. and basically uh, Urban Meyer only took that job because he knew Trevor Lawrence was going there. So. That's done deal. That's don't even. There's no debate. We just got to move on to number two, to the unpredictable, sad, sullen New York Jets. What are they doing? I I'm buying the hype around Zach Wilson. You're buying it? Yeah, I'm buying not the hype in the sense of that they're going to draft him. Not that I believe he's going to be like the next best thing. I do think that they'll draft him. Is it the right decision? I personally thought they should have kept Sam Darnold and, and either given him uh, a receiver or take Penny Sewell out of Oregon. But they didn't. They traded Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold could still play. I still think he has a lot of potential. But they decided to trade him. So I think that they'll end up going with Zach Wilson. I think they fell, fell in love with so I'm glad you said that, that, they, that you're buying into the Zach Wilson. But I know, yeah, they are going to draft Zach Wilson. You know why they're going to do that? Because they're the New York yeah. Jets. Okay? That's what the New York <laughs> Jets do. And that's how I know Zach Wilson is not going to work in the NFL because the New York Jets want to take him. Okay? Now, I don't know if you – look at this. Okay? You got Justin Fields. Never lost a game in the Big Ten. Okay? This guy's got an arm like a cannon. He runs a 4-4, 40-yard dash. That's the fastest you'll ever see in a quarterback. I've seen him on bootlegs. I've seen him on the run. This guy can make all the throws. And I bet you he's going to drop out of the top 10. Zach Wilson will get taken by the Jets. I'm sure of that. He'll be a fucking total bust because that's what the Jets are good at doing, finding busts and putting them on the field. And then after, they'll just watch. I don't know. I think Justin Fields is probably going to drop. Either Patriots trade up to get him or he drops out of the top 10 and the Patriots are licking their chops. They can get him at 15. But uh, I think, uh, yeah, the Jets are going to take Zach Wilson and they're going to regret it every single day afterwards. They'll probably be trading him in three years just like they traded Donald. That would be unfortunate. And I do agree with you with Justin Fields because, you know, when the season was initially over, he was seen as, like, the second-best quarterback in the draft because we saw what he did against Clemson. He absolutely torched him. I had Clemson winning the game. I had Clemson winning the national championship. Yeah. And he absolutely torched him. I believe he had like six or seven touchdown passes that day. Yeah, he that, torched that proved them. it to me. Exactly. And I wasn't sure because last year he had played uh, or uh, Clemson in the semifinals and he, he, had a, he had an okay game. He didn't play great, but he had an okay game. And he bounced back and he absolutely torched them. So I was surprised that Zach Wilson all of a sudden came in, you know, he had his little pro day, you know, he was slinging the ball, no shoulder pads, you know, it was just, you know, 
kind of like whatever, you know, we know how the pro day works. But yeah, I was very surprised by that. But uh, let's move on to number three. Sanford. Uh, this one's a little bit tough. I, because Kyle Shanahan said the other day they feel good with about like five other people that they could take at the three spot, which is not a good sign to me because like you traded up to the three spot. So you should have. Before you even made the trade, you should have had your idea. Okay, this is our they guy. Do. They know who they want. It's between two guys. Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Yeah. I like Trey Lance. I'm liking Trey Lance. I'm not going to lie. I like him too, but I'm just saying. See, this is what – honestly, and this is one of those times where I wonder, and I'm going to be one of those sports conspiracy theorists, There's, I'm hearing a lot Mac Jones just because – Shanahan likes smart dudes who can learn a complicated playbook. And Mac Jones apparently learned Alabama's playbook like that. He was asking for more. He was asking for more plays, more complicated like scenarios. He he was he didn't feel challenged by the end of the time. So they're saying, oh, Mac Jones smarts. Then they're saying Trey Lance has more of like you don't want another Garopp- Well, you don't want another Garoppolo who's just going to stand in the pocket. You do want to be able to, to roll your pocket. Yeah. You want to be able to do the things that the modern NFL is going to ask you to do. Yeah. But Again, I don't understand how this guy Trey Lance. I mean, look, you have exceptions where like like Josh Allen comes out of Wyoming and absolutely crushes everything, right? But everyone knew that he was a project, and like he's he is. It took him. Three I years think that's how they're doing Trey Lance. Yeah, but I mean, with the rest of your roster ready to win now, why would you take a gamble on another project? Like, I think it could be a smokescreen that they're hyping up Mac Jones and they're hyping up Trey Lance to fucking nab Justin Fields. Against the Jets. Like a lot of teams, they hype up other prospects and and, and they make it seem like they're going to go high and then you have other teams trading up to get beyond. And I don't know. I don't know, man. I I think... Remember Baker Mayfield to Cleveland? That shocked everybody. I thought Sam Darnold was going to be the first pick. Yeah, I I called that. And honestly, like, I I mean, look, Baker still has some some prove it to do for me, but I was right. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. But no. I, I feel like if they do trade Trey Lance because they feel like he'll have more upside than, than Mac Jones. Mac Jones, listen, oh. I, accurate is all hell. Accurate is all hell. He, if you put him in that system, like, he'll exceed, like, right away. Yeah. So you, you don't have to worry about that, and I agree with you on that. But, like, but one thing I like Trey Lance. Tra- apparently Trey Lance worked out for them, and apparently he blew them away. So – I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Trey Lance, and I think I think a lot of it is also that you know they seen Josh Allen, they seen that Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. They're not. They're not, the big schools, they're not at the big school. They're not at the. They still have Garoppolo, game. right? They still have Garoppolo. So it's not yeah, like exactly. Good. So, and they said that That's he was gonna be their QB going forward. So, so he he doesn't need to start right away. You know what I mean? No. So I think I think if I'm them. I'd probably go with, with Trey Lance. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on to the Atlanta Falcons. Now this. This this is tougher. I've been hearing a lot of Kyle Pitts. I don't. They don't need him. They do not. They need a quarterback. Matt Ryan is not your answer. Yeah, but going the thing down. about Matt Ryan is that if you, you, you can't, you're not going to have him on the books at 30 million plus and not use him, right? So like they have the, they're going to cut him after next season. 100%. They're going to release him from his contract. But what quarterback are they going to get after that? Well, we'll see. That's but, the problem. But it's dead money if they if they let go of him. And honestly, man, that team, like, has so many needs. Like, they have a lot. If, honestly, if they're going to go for the best player left on the board, they're going to go for Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of, yeah. out of Florida. But, but like, you already have Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. Yeah, but they're old. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're aging. So you're not well, going to go for Calvin Ridley. Really yeah, I agree. You're not going to go. I, I honestly think if you can get like a Calvin's still young. Calvin Ridley's still young. He's still young. You got who? But now they might trade Julio, and you can get back some good pieces for Julio to put on the offense or defense as well, depending on where you trade him and what you trade him for. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Ridley is still young, but Julio's on the back end. But I mean, like, look, I don't think they use it on a receiver. I mean, look, I, I don't know. It depends. If they go for best player left on the board, it's Pitts. But honestly, if I'm them, their defense needs like a total overhaul, total rebuild. Yeah. A, good, a good piece to start with is a pass rusher. I don't think they're going to do that. I'm going to say Pitts. I'm, 
they probably will take Pitts, but I feel like they should go quarterback. But they do need a – if there was a defensive player that was, like, eye-popping, not that not to say that they're not gonna, there's not going to be any good defensive players, but there's no defensive players on the caliber of Kyle Pitts in terms of, like, as a prospect, yeah. right? So oh. I, I don't think that they'll, they'll go defense. Honestly, uh, so I will this, say this, though. I think this pick has, a, like, the most shock potential of all of them. I think that they, yeah, they, they could completely – And, and yeah. you know, there's still teams that could trade up. You know, we don't know. It's yeah. always a possibility. I've been hearing that the Patriots might, uh, might trade up to try and get a quarterback, you know, because they need they a like quarterback. Yeah, that would be okay. awesome. I'd love to see that. I that really would. Cam Newton for one year and then Fields. Go with out. Justin Fields. But uh, – uh, now we're on to uh, Cincinnati. This one's easy. Cincinnati. So easy. Who you who who you think they're taking? They're reuniting Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow yeah. from LSU, dude. That's what yeah. they're doing. Listen, 100%. they need they need an offensive line. Listen, if we're really being honest, like T Hig, I love T Higgins. You can get a good you can get a good tackle in the second round this year. But can you get the best tackle? That's no, the thing. Soul, you can't get this. Soul's gonna be gone in the first round, though. I mean, like yeah. I think it's too, like, like think about it. Zach Taylor, their 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 coach is an offensive guy. He loves offense, and I, I think he's going to be way too tempted to read. Yeah, because Jamar Chase is twenty. To me, but you know, between them two, twenty TDs between those two guys last time they played at LSU together. Instantly. I love Jamar Chase. I love him. I, I feel like they should they should take. I don't have a problem with if hit that pick or if they decide to go O line. I'm I'm cool with either. But Jamar Chase is a problem. He's going to be a problem in this league. I really believe that. Yeah, he's he sure is. Honestly, he's not my favorite receiver, but I, I think he's my favorite receiver to pair with Burrow 100%. Well, you might be talking about your favorite receiver right right now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. If, I, if it's who I'm thinking. Uh, Miami Dolphins. I mean, look, Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think this is such a tough one for me. But I think that they might go. I think they'll go receiver just to test Tua, because yeah. they're going to give him. They already have. The I Monday. think they have to go. They have to go. Uh, they have to go receiver. Well, they already they have the Monday Parker, and they have they have Gasicki at tight end, so they have a good yeah. good duo right there. If they, they, can third, yeah. they can get a third, and then if Tua doesn't produce with a core like with with, yeah. then, then then they know they have to move off. So it could be Bro, a test. Or they go and they get Sewell, the best available tackle, and move forward. I think I think they should go Devontae Smith or or I love Devontae Smith, but Jaylen I Jalen Waddle. I want that guy to drop drop to you know where. But anyways, it's okay. <laughs> you guys need him. Well we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I I, I wanna like I would actually like to see Jalen Waddle actually in Miami. But see this because he's Jalen Waddle is another like this. The, there's two situations in this draft that are frustrating me. It's QB, the Zach Wilson thing has me heated. I could be dead wrong. I could look like a f- yeah, for sure, real soon. But I don't think I am because it's the Jets evaluating him, and the Jets just they can't evaluate. Zach has potential. I don't get it twisted. I'm not saying he's going to be a scrub. I'm not saying he is a scrub. I think he could be great. But I'm not. But I'm just worried because where he's going to the Jets and they have nothing. I mean, look, they, uh, so they have nothing. Like Miami team. back to we can't go back to that. Yeah, who, yeah. Who does Miami take? You tell me this time. You go for you go first. I I think I think I gotta go. They'll, okay, listen. They'll probably take Devontae Smith, but I'd like to see them get Jalen Waddle because Jalen Waddle is a problem. Okay, yeah. So that's what I wanted to say. You think Waddle, who barely played last year because he was injured, okay? You think he deserves to go before Heisman, Devontae Smith, SEC Player of the Year, AP Player think, of the Year? Do you think Devontae Smith is winning the Heisman if Jalen Waddle's playing? I think Devontae Smith is the best receiver in the draft. And I think that the fact uh, that he's getting he, overlooked for Chase and, and Waddle is hilarious. I really hope he drops. Well, be, well yeah, when they I got an eye for wide receivers, man. Jeremy Lamb last year, I called that shit. Okay. And then when, Odell, dude. Anyway, this is way back. Yeah, Odell. Yeah. The Odell, that's fair. But Jalen Waddle, what last the last time they were both on the field together for yeah. a season, Jalen Waddle was better. Yeah, statistically. 
And yeah, when he's not there, yeah, Devontae Smith, he had he, – I'm, I'm, listen. This what is, about injury proneness? What happened to that? In, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you always got to worry for that for sure. But at the end of the day, like, it, it's not like he's not plagued with injuries. It's not, like, terrible. It's not that bad. You know what right. I mean? It's not like he's never put together well, a full season. He's a bigger – they're different. They're different. They're completely different prototypes. So, yeah. like, a waddle for like sure. a big, He's like a like a Julio in the sense of like just one on one matchups. He's gonna get the yeah. ball. He's bigger, stronger than everybody else. Great. I I, I don't know. Like I like I like those kinds of guys, but the the guys who impress me more, the guys with the, like Jeremy Labs, like Tyree Kills, like Devontae Smith. These guys with the quick feet who can like do a lot in, in with a, just a little bit of space. I find those fascinating, and they're they're super useful. I mean, yeah, I agree. Not your home run hitters, like like the guys who go over the top and who are way taller than everybody, but the guys who get you like yak, they're dangerous, man. Like I don't know, why I really like them. You can't honestly, you can't go wrong with with the, either of those three receivers, in my opinion. They're all, I think they're all going to be great. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even stress too much. No, no they're all uh, Detroit Lions. Seven. Yeah, I, I mean, O line. Who cares, right? <laughs> that too. That too. I mean, they're just they're just kind of there. You know what I yeah. mean? They're just kind of there. Just, I honestly I mean, don't know what they're gonna do. Um, they're probably. I think they'll go all in. I think they'll they'll take Penny as well. still on the board, then yeah, they'll probably take him. Yeah, because you, well, you're not gonna drop the quarterback. You got Jared Goff. You already made the trade in the offseason. Jared Goff. <laughs> it's, we'll see how that pans out when when he doesn't have. Um, See, the Lions are another, like, they're, they're like, not the Jets. the Jets, but they're, like, another, like, they're on the Jets level for me. So. Yeah, because it's, it's just, like, it's, like, a, it's just, like, a loss. You're, you're lost when you yeah. go there. You know what I mean? It's just, like, what am I doing here? You're in purgatory. It's just, like, help save me. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so now number eight, Carolina Panthers. I mean, again. They need defense. They need so much. They need. They, they're. I think their offense is pretty good. They have DJ Moore. They got Robbie Anderson. McCaffrey coming back. That's a huge McCaffrey. Donald is hope a little he's, McCaffrey is going to be healthy for my fantasy season this year. Keeper league. Amen. Oh, I pray, you know. But um, I think their offense is fine. Like I said, I believe in Sam Donald. I think Sam Donald still has. I still think he could do something. I, so, think, I think you're right. I think I, I've been, I, like, I had an argument with, with someone the other day about this, and I think Donald actually will, like, way up from where he was. Yeah, all for sure. He might get Adam Gase for a coach. That guy, like, I look at him and I get sad. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's just, like, I feel like he's just, like, the worst. He's not good. He's not good. The worst person to have on a football field near people who try to do well. That's to me. That was just sad. That was sad. So, uh. I think they'll go with Caleb Farley. I do agree with that. Caleb who? Farley. Cornerback out of Virginia Tech. You think? Yeah. I think they might go uh, – I mean, how's their linebacker core doing? Not too sprightly, huh? Listen, they need – like you said, they need Michael a lot Parsons, of – have a lo- Michael Parsons is on the board. He might be the best defensive player in the draft. He might. We don't know. But apparently he's evaluated really high. And then if you're like, I mean, they want to do they can go for Russo. Russo's dropping in a lot of in a lot of mocks, though. I don't know why. But uh, they have a lot of needs. They, let's get that out of the way. They have yeah. a lot of needs. But I I I think that that a corner would, would do them justice right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a corner, you said? Yeah. So that that's that's either J.C. Horn or Sertain. Those are the two number ones. Or my guy Caleb Farley. Well, Caleb Farley. Don't sleep. Oh yeah, he's rising. His stock is rising. It's it's so weird, man. This is a, this is a weird draft. This is a weird draft. No, but it's every year, man. These players just out of nowhere, like skyrocket, skyrocket yeah. up the board. Like I don't. Yeah, know, anyway, sure. it's, it's like where did you come from? Like I thought I knew what I was talking about. Where did you come from? But yeah, okay, okay. so. What do we have next now? We Denver have- Broncos. Huh. I think they're going uh, quarterback. QB, dude. 
They need to. Drew Locke was not good last year. He's definitely he's not it. That's, That's not true. the answer. Their defense is still pretty good. Yeah. They'll have Their offense, you got Jerry Judy, you got Noah Font, you got Melvin Gordon. Drew Locke is a problem though. I think they go, I think they go with again, I'm I have said it a million times. I, for me, Justin Fields either drops way too far or gets picked super early and everyone is smoke screening trying to hype up other other QB prospects to get people off him. It's one of the two of him. But I think I think he drops personally. And I also think that Broncos go with whoever doesn't get picked between Trey Lance and Mac Jones. Yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. And, if, if, left. and I think it's going to be Mac Jones. And I think that's a bad decision. Whatever. I don't. I don't know if Mac Jones would be a fit for them. I feel like if the 49ers take Mac Jones and they can get their hands on Trey Lance, you do it. I think Trey Lance would be built for that environment. Let yeah. let him sit. Still let him sit the year, or at least a couple of games behind Drew Locke or whatever they have going on down there. Let him sit a couple of games, not a season. That's the thing is, like, uh, Denver doesn't want to – nobody's learning shit behind Drew Locke. He doesn't have anything to teach. So they need someone who can come in. And so, uh, that Honestly, Mac Jones, for that reason, makes sense because Mac Jones well, is going to come in and he's going to learn the playbook quick. And the problem there is, though, is that you don't have any kind of offensive guru to guide a quarterback. Their, their coach is pure defense. So, But the thing is that Trey Lance, you don't want to know how the Trey Lance can learn. He can learn by seeing what not to do. <laughs> when when Drew Locke's playing quarterback, so that's then, always the option. You know, you know the fans. Three games in a row, Drew Locke is playing like shit. Yeah, he's garbage. He, Drew Locke has shown spurts. He had some good moments last season. Yeah, but, but for the majority of the of the season, he didn't. You know, I know he got injured. My Steelers in division. You got Justin Herbert comes in ripping. Yeah, out. well, for sure. Yeah, Derek Carr. Derek Carr had a great season last year. They didn't make playoffs, but he had he had a good season. And, and then you got Mahomes. The greatest quarterback of all time, Patrick. Exactly. Mahomes, but, yeah. So, um, ooh. <laughs> yeah, like I said, Julak had some spurts, but overall, I think they got to move in a different direction. No, they're done. So now, number 10. 10, the Dallas Cowboys. If, I don't know. Because you, I, I've been hearing a lot of Jerry Jones is falling in love with Kyle Pitts. Now, they do not need Kyle Pitts at all. At all, if he, but if he, the thing is that if he drops to ten, they might take him. Oh, that's the problem. I don't think he does. You don't? No, I don't think. I don't think he'll. I don't think because listen, if the Lions can get their hands on Kyle Pitts, they will. That's for sure. Well, yeah, because the Lions will take the best player available, but they have T.J. Hawkinson, so. Like you pair pair up Kyle Pitts with T.J. Hawkinson. That's like. That's that's a that's a duo. That's a I duo right there. Atlanta goes for it though, because they just lost Cooper last year. They didn't replace him with anybody. Yeah. They could use him, and, and Matt Ryan, while they have him, knows how to target tight ends, knows how to use them. Yeah, I think um, I think the Cowboys would go should go with Patrick Sertan. I know, I know, I'm hearing a lot about J.C. Horn. He's going to be great. But I don't know. I just something about Patrick Sertan. I just feel more comfortable with him as a pick and to handle the Cowboys he, spotlight. Yeah. But I mean I remember JC Horn's dad played in the NFL, no? Yeah. And his dad was his dad was a very good corner. His dad was a very good corner. You know what I mean? Something for me that if you're gonna go between Horn and Sertain, just that for some reason for me gives the edge because yeah. this guy has and, how to support them. This is how you do it. This is what you do. And exactly. Gonna, and of course, JC Horn, JC Horn's father also played in the NFL as well, but he's a receiver. So I'm sure, can he teach him certain things about playing corner? Of course. I mean, he wouldn't have gotten to this point, you know, with it, without his father's guidance, I'm sure. But Patrick Sertan, you know, his dad's a corner. His dad was a very good corner. So it's just, it's like an easier transition, if that makes any sense. I literally got them mixed up. You're right. Sometimes that was a quarter. So, yeah, he gets the edge to me then. Honestly, he yeah. has zero chance before. I mean. Now, we were going to stop at 10. But. We're not stopping at 10 because number 11 is the Giants. Okay? Yeah, so exactly. Devontae <laughs> Smith. I'm a Giants fan. Everyone who needs you guys got to know that. 
it's been painful. It's been rough, but you know what? Yeah. You, you put that guy on the other side of Galladay and you got Barkley back in the backfield. <laughs> Honestly, I'll say this with that, with the, with those pieces on offense, if Daniel Jones doesn't get it done with them, we're moving off too. So honestly, at first I was going to say you guys don't need him, but then I started thinking about, I started thinking about your team. You know, we all know Giants are still going to stick with Daniel Jones, at least for another year or two. You got Kenny Galladay, which was big. You guys needed another receiver. That was huge. You still got Evan Engram. You still got Sterling Shepard. Saquon's going to come back healthy. Your defense is good. Your defense is good. I love Blake Martinez. Great player. We don't care. Yeah. But Jalen Waddle, I was thinking, I'm like, Jalen Waddle with Kenny Galladay and Saquon Barkley and Evan Engram. Daniel Jones has got to protect the football. Oh, man. I'll take either or. If Daniel Jones can, if Daniel Jones can, you know, be consistent. That Giants, is- the Giants could, they could be a problem. I, I, uh, they were, they were a problem. Honestly, we fell apart at the end of last season, but we were looking like uh, we were going to take it. Yeah. For- and Evan Ingram had some big jobs last season, but, you know, you just got to bounce back. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, that's it. That was, and before we end this draft discussion, I got to talk about my Pittsburgh Steelers for a second. Um, Here's a rebuilding soon. Sorry. Listen, uh, you know, the Steelers break my heart every year. And, uh, you know, whenever they start losing, I'm not going to lie. Every, every, when they start losing and my friends start talking to me about, oh, what's going on with your Steelers? I, I always say, who? I always say, I, I switch up. I say, I'm a Chiefs fan. Uh, who are you guys talking about? I do that. I admit it. Because why am I going to subject myself to this pain? You know what I mean? Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, I like the Steelers. I like the Lakers. I like the Yankees. I like the Canadians. I like HBO. All my teams, historically, are great. You know why? Because I'm not subjecting myself to mediocrity and sadness on a year-in and year-out basis for 50-plus years. Okay? I'm, I refuse to do that. So, yeah, I like the best team. Okay, Steelers because they're gonna fall apart very soon. But you know what? Remember Eli Manning, and remember when when we went to Super Bowls, and it was all fantastic, wonderful stuff. I remember it was great. I'll love them forever for that. But it's been fucking terrible for the past yeah. few years, and it's gonna happen yeah. to you. I can't wait. No, it's not gonna happen to us because we can avoid it. All we need to make is a couple. Our defense is set. Are we have the when healthy? We have the best defense in the league. Last season, we fell off. A lot of injuries on the defensive side. Devin Bush was a huge loss. That's my that's my guy. I love when they traded up for him. I was ecstatic because Devin Bush, I think, has the potential. Him and Devin White to be viewed as the best two linebackers in the league yeah. at some point in their careers. I, your defense is not a problem. The problem is that your 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 quarterback. Our quarterback is only knows how to throw three yards to the left or right. Just ben, that. man, Ben is it's like ultimate frisbee or something. You don't know what Ben you're gonna get from not even on a game to game basis anymore. It's a play to play basis. Like you don't know because back in the day when he was on, he was on. Now he's on for a couple of drives, and then the next drive, it's like Ben, what are you doing? Well, he can't take what? a hit if there's any pressure whatsoever. He's now listen. But we need to run it back. The ball came out of his hands 2.3 seconds after the snap last year. Yeah, and dink, dipping and dunk and out. Oh. It was it was the Steeler receivers, Dean. The drops. I know. I saw the drops. Dean. I bet against. I bet. I bet against the Steelers a lot. You know, because they would win, but just yeah, not barely. Dean. Cover, cover, the Steelers. Cover. These drops really infuriated my soul like eric ebron deontay johnson juju clay oh, ebron ebron was bad. oh my gosh it was horrible <laughs> it was horrible yeah so listen the steelers we don't need receivers you know whatever we're good i i in an ideal world i would love for the steelers to trade up and snag trailer i would love it i do, i highly Highly, 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 like almost impossible that they're going to do that. But Trey Lance would be perfect with the Steelers. Yeah. Sit behind Ben for a year or two if Ben's not horrible and absorb some information and get some tips from a, le- a Hall of Fame quarterback. However, we need a running back. We lost James Conner. I like Benny Snell. 
a lot, actually. But, you know, I don't think he's not going to be like a pro bowl running back or anything like that. Najee Harris, that's my guy. That's my guy. Out of Alabama. Out of Alabama. If the Steelers can get him with Claypool, Juju, Big Ben, and he's not too inconsistent, I think. We're, well, you know, we're winning the division again. That's for sure. We're, we're winning the division again. I believe that. You guys aren't starting off that. again, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, we're not, but we're definitely winning. That defense, is, yeah, no. Cleveland's going to have a, a better year bounce back here, I can tell you that right now. And uh, Cleveland is looking tough. Cleveland, I, like, look, I root for Cleveland on the side, on the low low. Ah, no, not me. Not a Cleveland guy Well, they've been bad for so long, man. All those, all those teams, and it's like, they can do this. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yes, you can. No. Um, yeah. All right, we're on to ball, dude. We're on the ball. What do we start with? You want to start with uh, a Lake show? So I'm a Lake fan. What do you think about? Let's let's talk about the Lakers. We'll start with the Lakers first of all. Yeah. Gotta start with the Lakers. Always got to start um, with the ball. AD but uh, what I want to what I want to ask you is, uh, what have they? Sh- what do you think? Give me your 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 impression of what the Lakers are going to be able to do going into the playoffs, what did they show you while everyone was injured? Do you think that the injuries could actually help in the end with what I goes down in the playoffs? I think uh, out of AB and LeBron, who both missed a lot of time, and LeBron's still out, I think the injury will, in the long run, be beneficial to LeBron because, yes, of course he was injured, but I think, you know, just having a little bit of of a break because it's a condensed schedule. We all know it's the shortest uh, uh, span between an off, like, you know, transitioning into a, next, a new season. Shortest time span in the history of, of the NBA um, due to unforeseen circles. So the pandemic, I think that the injury and the time miss will be beneficial to LeBron. I don't think it was beneficial to AD, though, because AD came off of injury. And it's kind of like he has to get reacclimated now. And, you know, you hope that the Achilles isn't in lurking in the back of his mind. Maybe it was like, you know, a hamstring or like, not to say hamstrings are to be taken lightly, but if it, if it was like a finger or something like that, that kept him out, then okay, it's a bit different. But Achilles, you know, it's always a, it's always a concern. Mm. So I think that it'll be beneficial. Now, okay, before I get into that, the Lakers did not show me anything when those guys were out. What? No, no, come on, stop, stop. I disagree. Montrez was inconsistent Kuzma no the people who did Dennis Schroeder I, I like him I like KCP I didn't used to like KCP now the person obviously is game before LeBron got there he would just take shots and say why but KCP and Dennis Schroeder have been the most consistent and now you know Drummond's huge though Drummond was a big pickup massive pickup that's that's what's gonna take us over the edge and look listen you're not considering though like like you would have guessed that without AD and LeBron that that roster would win, what, how many games? Maybe Not 20. They wouldn't even win 20 games. No, no, well, that's what I'm saying. And they actually managed to put together a few good wins without any of those guys, without AD there even. Like, Drummond was there yeah. for a couple. They beat the Brooklyn Nets full strength, okay, that backup team. Wait a minute, don't I don't think James Harden was there. What? Was James Harden playing that game? Yeah, everybody was in that game. Everybody for once. That, but that that don't mean nothing. That's a regular. Well, listen, game. listen, listen. I'm just saying that shows a little bit of grit, okay? A little bit of, a yeah, little, bit of sure. little bit, a little bit of stuff, okay? Yeah. And then uh, they won a, they 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 won game since, and uh, I think that honestly, for my expectations of a team without them, they they actually overachieved a little bit, okay? While they were gone. Now that Drummond pickup, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We needed it. Wait, 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 K, K. LeBron with a good center. LeBron with any fucking center, okay? He had Timothy Mosbuk, like Mozgov back in the day. He turned that, he got that guy a fat contract in Denver. With the Lakers. And he disappeared into the freaking abyss, okay? No, yeah. you never saw him again, okay? Yeah. He's gone, dating back to Zildreas Elgowskis, okay? Back in freaking Big Z. Okay, he's made centers look good who were not good. Now he's got Drummond who can he, he collects boards like a like a garbage picker upper. Okay, 
and he's got AD next to him, Twin Towers. Dude, this, like, and, and, and I, I love the fact that no one's seen all three together yet, and they're only going to get maybe yeah. about 10, 8 games in of all three of them together before the playoffs. Because, man, they're gonna, it's going to take them about seven, six, seven games to click, I think. And once they do, ooh, that's the right time to catch fire. The only concern I have, because for some reason I feel like the Clippers can beat the Lakers, and I would have been more scared of the Nuggets if Jamal uh, Murray didn't suffer that horrible injury. Yeah, but now Mike's up. And he is, but Jamal Murray in the playoffs, he's By the way, wait, 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 wait. We have to get a wording for our sponsor. Okay, yes, it's episode one, guys. Yeah. Episode one. We got it locked and loaded, okay? And we already do have a sponsor. I don't know if y'all have heard of Hot Streak, okay? It's a betting service. You download the app on your phone. It's called Hot Streak, okay? What makes Hot Streak different than any other betting service? Well, I am a patient betting man, okay? I'll bet on a game and I'll wait that shit out, okay? But if you're very impatient, you want to make your money quick, quick, quick. Okay, these are 180 second windows and it's basketball only over unders player props. Okay, so see there, you got your core, you got Utah, you click on Bogdanovich, you click on over under 0.5 points in the next 180 seconds of gameplay. If you get it, you win money. If you pair up two, you win more money. If you pair up three, you win more money. And this is just an endless cycle. You got all your games. You got all your players. You could choose your unders, overs. Go choose a scrub off the bench to go under a rebound in the next 180 seconds. You're probably going to hit that, okay? So download Hot Streak, make some quick money, and we'd like to thank our sponsors for uh, you know being there. Thank bro. you very much. I'm a very patient. You were saying the Clippers, the Lakers. You think that Listen, the Clippers could take So you know last year. I had the Clippers winning it all because Kawhi is my favorite player in the league. And uh, I was, you know, thank God we didn't have a podcast back then because uh, we, we wouldn't have done the episode. Believe me. I was not doing it. You would have. I would have. The pardon? The playoffs you talking about? Yeah, the, yeah, the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I would have been MIA. I would have been MIA because that was, I remember being at work watching game seven. Angry. I was I agree. I was, oh man, it was terrible. It, it ruined my night. Like I was actually upset. And I had my friends calling me, Tumble, well, this is your guy, Kawhi. But I, anyways, playoff Rondo. Yeah, dude, that's that's been my guy, bro. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Celtics, when I was a kid, the, the good thing about being born in Montreal okay, is that you don't have to be like diehard. Like, yeah, you for your city. Mad, if the Habs aren't winning, I don't give a shit. Okay. It's that simple. But in NBA, man, I like to follow all the stories, all the teams that get put together. My favorite ever assembled team is the 0708 Celtics, Paul Pierce, KG, Ray Allen, and that little secret sauce, Rondo, man. Playoff Rondo has been a thing forever. But yeah. I mean, look the fact that he's still doing it now and like consistently every year, like it's like in the regular season, he's like, man, but now like playoffs, it's like, you just add another star to your team. Yeah. And that was, that's who I wanted them to sign in the off season. And it's unfortunate that they had to give up Lou Will for it. I wish that, excuse me, that Rondo had signed in the off season, but whatever. The point is that they have him now. And I think with Paul George, who's been playing great, this last like month and a half or two months, whatever it's been, been playing fantastic. But we know he's capable of that. It's just a matter of can he do it in the playoffs? Kawhi Leonard is Kawhi Leonard. He had a a fantastic postseason last year, except for Game Seven. That was, but in the in the entire series against Dallas and the entire series against the Nuggets, he did his thing. If everyone else didn't really, it was kind of in spurts. And of course, in the Game Seven, was just a complete collapse. So Kawhi Leonard could do his thing. Nick Batum. Now he kind of shifted into, I mean, you know, went into <laughs> purgatory in Charlotte. The, once he got his money, he was done. It seemed like it. But he seemed a little bit more energized now. He's on a contender. You know, they got they got Ibaka, which I felt was a not to say Montrez isn't I I, I think Ibaka's better because he could 
knock down a mid-range, knock down a three-pointer, and he's better defensively. So I thought that was a huge pickup for them. I'll give Trez the edge on offense. He's got more bounce, more offensive rebounds. That's fair. But at least Ibaka can spread the floor. At least. He can. And he can Luke protect Kennard? the rim. He genuinely can't protect the rim. So. Yeah. Luke Kennard? Scrub. Skeptical at first, but he has been killing it. Especially, you know, Kawhi and Paul George have missed a lot of games, you know. Maybe he's he been stepping up. Reggie Jackson has been stepping up like crazy. I feel like now that that he's playing well, I don't know, man. Look, every time I watch Luke Kennard play, it's just uh, it's just bricks, bricks over and over. What? Oh I mean, man, you got. Still have one good game, but I mean, I I haven't watched the Clippers that much because the Clippers. But I'll give you this, man. The Clippers, like I, I lately, I've been keeping an eye on them because lately they're low key crushing everyone. They they like, yeah. they won like nine in a row, and yeah. then like. Uh, yeah, no, they're doing well. Even when and they have injuries, like literally, like Bev's been out, like Kawhi's been out yeah. for the past week. PG rests sometimes, and like they're they're pulling out wins no matter yeah. what. And Terrence Mann, Terrence Mann, and Luke Kennard have been unsung heroes. And of course, Mar- Marcus Morris. Then I'll give you that Reggie Jackson. Man. Yeah, Reggie Jackson's right. been. I feel like I feel like now that Lou Will isn't there, it kind of maybe like. Well, now he has more responsibility as like exactly the guy who like. Produces yeah, he can, shooting at three, super efficient. Like his stroke. I watched that Detroit game the other week uh, when Kawhi and Paul George were out, and man, he took over. He just took over. I was yeah. shocked. But um, like, like it's it's the same thing, dude. I don't know, man. I, I've been I was watching MB tonight, and like some players do. I know the feeling. We're gonna talk about Philly. Believe you me, we're gonna talk yeah, about Philly. We're gonna move on to Philly right now, but I'm just saying, man, these some of these players that like that these Curry too, you can see it. Basketball is such a confidence game, man. I, I, every game yeah. dude, that I, I make my first shot that game, I know I'm having a good game. If I miss yeah. that first shot, I don't know. It's so a little bit better. different. Every time you get uh, like, just playing like wow, out of his brain right now. He listen, if he didn't get it, I just want to say this briefly because probably we might not talk about it, but MVP this year. I know Jokic will probably win it because he's amazing stats. He's been there all season. But this has been like the weirdest MVP race I've ever seen because the top three candidates all got injured for a substantial amount of time. Harden and Bede and LeBron. Yeah. And they just like to like they if they were all healthy and the like, Jokic wouldn't even be in the top three, in my opinion. Yeah, I think yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think Embiid would be in the would be winning if he had. I, yeah, I, I I know he missed too much time, but like he's like he could he could still win it if he goes crazy. But I, I had him I had him as my MVP like leader. You know what I mean? But it's just unfortunate that he missed so much time. He but um, yeah. So I think I think I still think the Clippers can come out. Um, I know LeBron's gonna be okay. I'm a little bit worried about AD. Hopefully he can get back into some sort of some semblance of a rhythm by playoff time. But you see, this is the thing though: the Lakers gotta be careful about who they play in the first round. Well, that's and the thing, right, right now they're in five. Yeah. Let me see. They're in the fifth seed. Like, because like I don't know what happened last night. They tonight. and they just lost. They like tonight, like they lost to the Wizards. Washington, yeah. By they're now so yeah, five, yeah, and then Dallas Mavericks on their tail, and there's quite a gap between four. It looks like oh yeah, Denver first round, but at the same Denver, time, listen, I think if if Jamal Murray was there, I would be on pins and needles because he's not. I'm a little bit more relaxed, but my point is that if AD. He had 26. AD, Anthony Davis had 26 points, by the way, but it's against Washington, who's not known for being a great defensive team. Um, if AD can't get into some semblance of a rhythm by playoff time, they could be in trouble against Denver. They could, but I mean, like, it's, it's just, I, I just always factor in LeBron, man. I've been watching this. Oh, guy. well, LeBron's going to be LeBron. LeBron LeBron's going to be. Yeah, LeBron's like, not losing. Bigger than my last year. And now, look, like, honestly, even yeah. if AD is scoring. Twenty instead of twenty-five a game. Okay, let's I don't just... think LeBron's going to be rusty, but but it's about no. What I'm saying is Jokic, he'll eat most centers up. Drummond, he'll have trouble eating up, and then you got AD 
next to Drummond helping out, that's 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 tough now. And Jokic is yeah. going to be the focal point. Remember in the playoffs, man, you're playing seven games. It's not game two. Yeah, you for sure. Game plan much more effectively. You can put in like you and now. Will Barton's out too. I mean, that's it. Like, my, yeah, Monte Morris. I don't know when he's coming back. He's been out for a bit now. Yeah. But honestly, and the one team I want to move on to uh, to the Knicks for sure, and we'll touch on the Nets a little bit. But one team I think in the West that I just want to mention, everyone needs to maybe wake up a little bit, is Phoenix. Phoenix is yeah. actually a very good basketball team. They play yeah. very good. Chris Paul on that team is just perfect. That's my friends, like. uh, my friends, a uh, CP3 fan. So wherever CP3, shout out Zach. Wherever CP3 goes, he goes, and uh, he religiously watches every single game, no matter what the score, no matter if it's a blowout or not. So he's been preaching to me about Phoenix all season long. But I, I gotta see. I know what Chris Paul can do. But do Devin you know? Booker. You know, because dude, Chris Paul, man, like I watch, I watch him play basketball, and I'm just like, it's literally poetry. There's a reason they call him point yeah. man. If he wants the pace to go fast, it's going fast. If he wants to slow it down, it's slowing down. He dictates whatever action. He looks off screens. He gets the pitch. He's point point God. He's point God. It's literally, He's, and now he has Booker to hit to hit at that two spot that just come off. That's my problem. I know what CP3 can do in the playoffs. I don't have a damn clue what Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton and Mikhail well, Bridges can do. I don't know about it. Look, I don't know about like Ayton. I watched him play. He's, he's very solid. He's low key becoming a very good. Center. He's talented as hell. Booker, but he's has, Booker, has, Booker has the dog, dude. Booker hasn't had the chance to show you. Actually, I hope he showed so. you. He showed he's you a dog. He showed you in the. Uh, he showed Probably. you in the bubble last year. He's a. They Devin won all Booker's eight a games. Dog. Don't get it twisted. He's a dog. He will ball. He, he is Kobe a, was, a Kobe was his mentor, right? So, and you know, I was always a bit like when people mentioned like Booker, like Kobe. I'm, uh, you know, I don't know how I feel, you know. But I watched, I watched the game. Can't remember who it was against, but while I was watching Devin Booker play, and you know where you see it, dude, zero hesitation. Like when he, yeah, you tell he, like he's coming off a screen, he's rolling out, and you're like, he's shooting that. He stopped yeah. and he's shooting in, he, and like no hesitation. And he misses exactly. it, doesn't matter. Next possession, no hesitation. Like it's just like that's where that's where I see the Kobe in for sure. Exactly. But uh, no, like Kobe's a he's his own breed, obviously. Fucking yeah. R.I.P. That guy's I think uh yeah, no, rest in Kobe Bryant, my favorite uh athlete of all time. Uh that was heartbreaking. Rest so let's touch on New York. As a whole, now we got. We'll start with the Knicks, man. Are the Knicks for real for you, or what? Listen, I'm I'm a I'm a Laker fan. Uh, if I had to choose the Eastern Conference team, uh, it would either be the Knicks or the Bulls. I don't know who I would choose yet, but the Knicks. Listen, when the Knicks are good, it's good for basketball. Like yeah. it's fun. It's exactly. like, and the Knicks, Lakers, and Celtics, and to a lesser degree, the Bulls. But though the big the big three cornerstone franchises I would argue Knicks, Lakers, and Celtics have not all been like good, like very good, since like maybe like like the seventies, eighties. Because in the nineties, Lakers were good, but they weren't like you know they weren't, and the Celtics were ish. They were they were like whatever Ooh. in nineties. Nobody was good in the nineties except the Bulls. Yeah, exactly. So and then they. <laughs> I was so, sorry, and, Spurs and cool. Lakers too. Lakers had their, but they weren't like true tunnel contenders. Anyways, well, at least in the mid nineties. I, I digress. I, I <laughs> the point is that when the Knicks, Lake, especially when the Knicks, Lakers, and Celtics are all good, now we're talking. The Celtics, listen, I know they're kind of like they're kind of um, off this year. Yeah, but you got the Lakers and LeBron. You got the and I I didn't see this coming from listen. I've been so hopeful for the Knicks for the last what is it eight years since they made the playoffs. Now I've been hopeful. I was saying they were going to make the playoffs in 2016, and they were horrible. But RJ Barrett, listen, he needs love, and I'll I'll let you talk about Julius Randle because he's he's going crazy right now. But RJ Barrett needs love because you know I heard I heard I heard a lot of debate about Tyler Hero or RJ Barrett just because Tyler Hero had a a very good playoff run. 
RJ Barrett's that dude. RJ Barrett is that dude. Offensively, you know, he's working on his his, his, his three point shot. Defensively, he's solid. RJ Barrett's that guy. RJ Barrett is that guy. He needs love. I love Mitchell Robinson. He's been out for a while. I want the Lakers to draft him. We drafted Mo Wagner. Don't get me started on that. Reggie Bullock, Derrick Rose. Come on. Tom Thibodeau. Oh, dude, Alfred Payton. Yeah, by the way, that's that's the difference. First of all, the Knicks finally play defense. Okay? <laughs> Tom Thibodeau comes in, and that's what Tom Thibodeau does to teams. Tom Thibodeau comes into teams, and he brings in two guys, Taj Gibson and Derrick Rose. And Derrick Rose. <laughs> <laughs> never been to. I swear to God. Chicago, Minnesota, now New York. He brings those two guys yeah. everywhere he goes. Okay? He just trades, and he gets them. But – he does that for leadership purposes, and they are good leaders. It's a smart move, especially on a young team. You're right about Barrett. I'm not going to go ahead and, and, and crown him. He's on the rise for sure. What I like is that what I used to see out of Barrett is that he would go, he would go cold, and he would go, like, freezing cold. Like, yeah. you could see it would get in his head. Now I watch – I've been watching the Knicks, I'll be honest with you, a lot. First of all, because they interest me. Second of all, because I bet on them because they, they cover <laughs> – Okay. Vegas always makes their, their line really low because they know that the Knicks, like, they're going to fuck oh, – God, I – It's like, going to be a nail-biter. Dude, they always bring it down to the last second, and then they cover for you at the end. But you got to – you got to – it's stressful, but but do it. It's been profitable this year. But anyways, man, I know that they take a defense. And Barrett, man, I saw him. I was watching a game the other day. He started off cold over seven, I think. And then after – dude, he well, turned it on. He just yeah. turned it on, and he was not fucking missing, man. It was, it was very fun to watch. Randall is what, I, a, what a revelation, man. I, that, that Nobody saw this coming. Like, nobody. At all. At all. Like, I'm a Laker fan, and I'm just kind of like, man, like, if we kept our core of B.I., Julius, Lonzo, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. I mean, like, look. I'm in a fun team. I would definitely take what you have now, but yeah, you would have. But don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. Future would have been right. Sure. We I have mean, look, Randall, Randall. I saw. Like I, I understood why he got. Like, Carson, look, it's, it's not like it's not like he he popped off like overnight. Like in New Orleans, he earned a contract for, yeah. from New York, and then after New York, he was disappointing last year. That's why no one saw it coming. Because, but but look, it was, man, all, it was all right season. Certain coaching changes, man, change everything. Look at Doc Rivers with the Sixers think. now. Doc He's Rivers like, with the Sixers, dude, is, is like it's oh, night and day. Night and day. We're going we're gonna to talk about the Sixers. We're going to talk about the Sixers. That's why I say one last thing about Julius Randle. If, like, he's looking so good right now that, like, if he strings, like, a, like five seasons of this, like, you could be, like, Hall of Fame? Quite, and, and it's not going to be a stupid question. No. You know what I mean? Well, his so, stats are off the charts, man. It's when he's doing it, too. I didn't even know he had five really? season bubbles. I was like, whoa. I thought he had, like, one or two. And he had I five. Know. I was like, chalk. Sick, guys. Denver's up 10. Let's go. So, so. <laughs> also, shout out. We're talking about Ben. Reggie Bullock came through for me. Three threes. Last, really? last, and with six minutes left, last I checked, he had 10 points. I just checked now. Being been done for like twenty minutes. Thirteen points. Hit one more three pointer. Three of five shooting. Let's go. So I'm happy. Guys, I'm telling you guys, like uh, for all for all of our non-existence slash whoever's there, gonna, whoever's gonna see this, man. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a po- we're gonna have a page tune, and we're gonna post our bets on it, and we'll uh, we'll yeah. show you the wins, the losses, and we'll we'll all try and make some money together. It'll be a good time. Tune in. Let's do it. So I want to talk about Philly because I have Philly coming out of me. You just hit something on a desk. I heard that. So I want to talk about Philly. And you, yeah. Okay, you know what? Let me, let me run that back. Let me run that back. So I want to talk about <laughs> no, no, it's good. I want you to smack something. Get angry. You know what I'm saying? Philly is coming out of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, they are. Uh, like a Brooklyn, they haven't convinced me yet, bro. Uh, show me you can all get on the court at the same time and then we'll talk. But yeah. Philly is looking. Barring injury. Listen, I said last year to my friends, I said, listen, don't split up Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons yet. Get a new coach. Because I didn't think Brett Brown was the answer. Get a new coach. And if it doesn't work with that new coach, then you can part ways. If it does work, 
and it's working. They are listen. I'm not a. I'm not high on the Eagles. Brett Brown. Right? Brett Brown was a joke. Okay, Brett Brown was just uh, like uh, nice guy. This is this, yeah, but that's exactly the fucking problem, though. Okay, so this is him on the sideline, Ben Simmons, rah, 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 not enough touches. I got you, Ben. I'll take him away from Embiid. Embiid comes, rah, 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 not enough touches. I got you, Embiid. I'll take him. Away. He was just playing the field, man. It's like he was a people pleaser, and it's like you can't do. That's not how you win games, bro. Kobe fucking Ryan, his teammates, man, is hating them. Michael Jordan, his teammates, hate. it'll be hard on people, bro. You got to fucking accountability, put them in their place. Yeah. Dude, that like it made no. The Sixers man should have, I think, should have been to the finals already. But the core that they have should have when, at least. When they had Jimmy Butler, yeah. Well, I mean, look, they I, lost. They lost on a last second. Fucking, we all. But people that. forget how that was the best Eastern Conference was in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That and that was the first season that LeBron went to the West, and that was the best the most competitive I've seen the Eastern because if Philly, if Toronto loses, Philly's going to the finals. Yeah. And that's, and they're spot. playing Golden State and they're probably beating them. If the same outcome happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah injuries and stuff for sure. So that was like, that was a very good team. And they're, they're uh, Joel and BG were better now. Ben Simmons is I guess even better now. Yeah. But they have the two best defense players. Okay. They have, I still still think Kawhi is the best defensive player in the league when he wants to be. He, I don't think he's as. If you assign him someone and say lock him down, yeah, I have full confidence he'll do it. Yeah. So I still think he's the best. But outside of Kawhi, you have the two best defensive players. In the I'm not high on Rudy Gobert at all. Yeah. Every time I watch, I watch. No, okay. Do I watch Rudy Gobert every night? No, I don't. I'll be honest with you, I don't. But I watched him against Indiana a couple of weeks back. He dominated. I was I was pleasantly surprised. I said, "Wow!" Like, like they were the Pacers were, couldn't do anything in the paint. Dean, when I tell you they couldn't do anything, they couldn't do anything in the paint. Yeah, so he, he did a thing. But I've seen him so many times just get torched by guards going into the ring or big men. Yo, and then I know it's Jokic and Embiid, but like. Like, and we had like 45 on 45. Yeah, Ben Simmons had 42, and he don't even drive to the basket. Well, that's the thing is that like Gobert is a super effective defender face, like when, when face to face, facing up. But like, yeah. soon as soon as you offer any kind of protection, as in like a post up for MB to backing him down. He's gonna he'll crumble, yeah. and if you protect yourself with the rim, a lot of he he gets caught on reverses and shit like that a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like then, like so, people know what they bro. They all have their scatter reports. They know what people are good at and bad at. But like, yeah, look, if you're gonna come at him face, if he's facing you, he's swatting that shit. But like, yeah, for sure. And I think that the acquisition of Seth Curry and Danny Green. Oh wow, massive. Well, Danny Green, I bro, I I, nobody saw that coming. But dude, Seth Curry, man, fuck, he's shooting like they haven't had this kind of. Shooting since they had JJ Redick and Marco Bellinelli, yeah, and it's been amazing. Like they, ben, that's what Ben Simmons needed because the last two seasons, or however seasons has been since they had both Bellinelli and, and uh, JJ Redick, I believe it was 2017, 2018 season, 2017, 2018. Um, like it's kind of like they were playing like Ben. Ben couldn't spread the floor, yeah, because because there wasn't that. That level of shooting on here. Now you got you, your starting lineup can be Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid. Everyone on that on that floor besides Ben Simmons can knock down the three. Yeah. So yeah. it gives him Milton coming off the bench. Corkmas can hit threes. Exactly. Uh, Mike Scott can hit threes. Uh, like, and and then you got defense. And, and their offense is Joel Embiid's a problem, and that's why I think I think they'll go to the finals because I think they match up well against the, the Bucks. I think uh, Embiid can do a good job of slowing down uh, Giannis, mm-hmm. and I don't feel confident in Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday being able to do enough to take the Bucks over the top and beat the Sixers. Nah, but, but Brooklyn is the only thing standing in their way. They don't have an answer for Embiid though. 
they don't have an answer for Embiid, and I feel like they have DeAndre, yeah. but but DeAndre, yeah, no, I mean, he's not going to do shit. You're no, right. No, no. There's nothing he can do. I mean, look, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, but it's it's about yeah, but I mean, look, it's a, then 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 your matchups are Kevin Durant versus uh, Tobias Harris. Who wins that? I'm I'm putting Thibault on. No, I'm not putting. I don't know. Honestly, Ben Simmons against Kyrie is a great matchup defensively. No, I don't want to see that. Ben Simmons gonna get cooked. Ben Simmons needs to guard James Harden. That's what he needs to guard. Okay. Let Danny Green go on Kyrie. That but, you know, whatever. You there's, there's always there's switches every two seconds. Yeah, the switches. You, listen, they're unstoppable. But I, the reason why I think that they'll be able to win is because I think it'll be easier for Philly to get a consistent bucket that I feel like it will be for the Nets. And the only reason why I say that is because Philly's defense is good. Mm-hmm. They probably have the best overall defensive team in the league. Yeah, but Brooklyn has the best offense in history, 124 points per game. They do. They <laughs> do. But like you said, they have, they've been on the court together for seven games. That's true. And I feel comfortable to a certain degree that Philly can do just enough for them to miss enough shots. Cyborg, he's a stud on defense. They have, they have four, last time I checked, this was last week, they have four players that are in the top 15 for defensive win share. Mm-hmm. And then you got Cyborg at 30, and he would be even higher up if he had starter minutes. Yeah. So their defense is, is, is crazy. So I feel like they can... They can make life hard just enough against the Nets to put them over the top. Because Embiid's averaging 37 and 15. He, yeah. He's, he's, he's going to handle them. Yeah. It's just a matter of can they stop the Nets from going nuclear. It's a seven-game series either way. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to, I, I would absolutely love to watch it. I'd absolutely love to watch it. We, we're going to speak it into existence because we're – the two playoff series that we're getting this year, we're getting Lakers and Clippers in the conference finals, ideally, and we're getting Philly and, and, and the Nets in the conference finals, ideally. Those are the two matchups that must happen, and especially the Lakers and Clippers, because they owe it to us. They I mean, owe look, it to us. Yeah, the Clippers owe it to us. The Lakers did their part. Okay? Very satisfied. Kawhi got a. Listen, if Kawhi was if Kawhi listen, okay, I I am a Michael Jordan guy because I feel like Michael is the greatest basketball player of all time. I get a lot of pushback on that. Very enough. That's fine. I just don't like when I get pushback on it and people don't know anything about Michael Jordan. That's my only issue. I don't like LeBron fans that say LeBron's the best but don't know anything about Michael Jordan. It, It it infuriates me, and I'm I'm about to stop arguing with people like that. Fair. But if LeBron beats the Nets and the Nets are full strength, I I don't know if I can sit here and tell you that he's not the greatest of all time. I'm just gonna have to bow down and concede. And what else does he have to do, man? I I honestly think he is, and it's not. I'm the LeBron. I'm Team LeBron because Jordan had continuity. Jordan is the best scorer of all time, hands down. Okay, but. Bro, you go to three different franchises, three different franchises. Yeah, you had a lot of talent on each, but Jordan had talent and he played with the same talent for freaking a decade where LeBron goes and puts together a new team and every literally count it every second year with the new team, he wins. Miami, second year title, figured it out after one. Cleveland, second time around, second year title, figured it out after one. Lakers second year title figured it out after one. It takes them one year with each new franchise to win them a title. It's fair. They should call them, they should call, they should call them LeBron two year title. And, and don't get it twisted. LeBron's my second. He's in my second greatest player of all time. Then it's Kobe. Then Magic Shaq. But, but even let me, and I always want to clarify. Even if I do think LeBron, like let's say hypothetically speaking, do beat the Nets at full strength. I will say LeBron's the greatest of all time, but I would still rather have Kobe and Michael on my team than LeBron. That's just me. <sighs> but that's fair. Um, 
Yeah, so we're gonna wrap this yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, that was the last thing I was gonna say. Well, wow. so I was gonna talk about Philly, but um, yeah, so that's our first episode. It took a it took a little while for us to get this together, but it's here now. Yeah, and it's gonna it'll be here in the once future. A week. Once a it week, be- and then maybe twice a week. It depends on how much you guys like it and how much you guys want. Really, yeah. Because uh, don't worry, we got some. We have our segment of our guaranteed locks of the week, and we're gonna laugh at each other for our terrible picks. We're gonna praise each other to a certain degree. I'm not gonna boost you too much for your good picks. Okay. But, but we'll, we'll definitely keep you guys posted, no doubt. But this has been the We've Got Ball podcast, episode one. I hope you guys enjoy. And there'll be more to come.